Hi everyone, this is Olivia and I'm back with another episode of Soaking in the Sunlight. I'm a 27 year old in love with Jesus Christ and I want everyone to love Jesus as well. And I know that last week I posted a new episode on YouTube and uh, you should go check it out if you haven't already because there I speak with Pastor Gilbert White um, Sr. who uh, shares a lot of his knowledge and gives encouragement to youth and the young at heart on how to live with God and how to stay with God. Um, So if you haven't checked that out already, um, go to the Soaking in the Sunlight uh, YouTube page and you'll find it there. Okay, so I have an episode uh, for you all, uh, which kind of deals with something that I've heard in the past uh, concerning the Bible. And I believe it's something that can prevent people from actually reading the Bible and studying the Bible and trying to understand the Word of God for themselves. And it's important to understand the Word of God because God is speaking to us through His Word, through the Bible. So it's important Uh, to continue to reading the word of God, to continue to study the word of God, because if we don't, we won't know what the Lord expects from us. We don't know uh, how we should carry our lives. Uh, When the pastor preaches something, we won't really understand or have confirmation because we never had that true foundation in the word of God. Okay, so today I want to kind of uh, burst a myth that I've kind of heard. Um, One myth being the Bible is too hard to read. Now, I know that the Bible can have some um, language in it, uh, some old English that can be a little challenging to wrap our heads around, but I think that the excuse of the Bible is too hard to read is one, an excuse, um, and two, uh, you know, there's some things in the Bible that are definitely more straightforward than others. Um, So we're going to dive into that. I I really want people to kind of be enlightened about this because I think that um, idea that the Bible is too hard to read can really stop people from reading the word of God. Um, And I want everybody on here to dive into the word of God and not feel intimidated at all by it. Okay, so um, here's a few things that I just want to share. So first of all, you know, just read the Bible regardless, regardless of how challenging it may seem, because in reality in school, they give us all these books to read. Some books are wholesome, but honestly, some of these books have old texts that are challenging to read. Uh, Some of these books have demonic and inappropriate themes such as magic or homosexuality, and uh, sometimes they're sprinkled with profanity. Um, so we have books that, you know, are seemingly required in schools that are just plain challenging and weird in content and ungodly. But somehow, some way, we still find a way to trudge through them, try to understand them. Um, and we end up understanding at least a few things about the books we are forced to read in school and in college. And this is a side note. By the way, you don't have to be forced to read um, the content that's not of God. You can speak up to your teacher and say that it doesn't fit your beliefs as a Christian. You know, take that stand for the Lord. Um, I remember one time um, when I was in school, my school wanted me to read uh, something for health class. It was super inappropriate. Um, Thank God that my mom saw it first, so I didn't get to read what was in it. But when she saw what was in it, she was like, oh, absolutely not. She went to go talk to the principal. And uh, for the day that we're supposed to have that lesson for that book, they just gave me a free period. So, you know, if you are, 
you know, afraid of them forcing you into like reading something that you're not comfortable with, you know, the Lord can make a way for you. Um, another testimony. I remember when uh, I was taking a English course um, in high school and they had a, uh, we had a test on the Odyssey. We had to read the Odyssey. Uh, and if I remember correctly, it is Greek mythology. So we read that, but, uh, what they wanted us to do for the test is read an excerpt from Harry Potter and, uh, uh, analyze it as if it were a piece from the Odyssey. Now for me, I never read Harry Potter growing up because I was taught that, um, it's demonic and I wasn't about to read that excerpt that they put on the test. So I did all the other parts of the test except for that excerpt. After the test, I went to my teacher. I said, hey, you know, I went to them immediately because I, I really didn't want them to look at a blank test, you know. So I went to them immediately and I said, hey, um, the excerpt that you had on there, you know, I didn't read it because, you know, it's Harry Potter. Um, it doesn't fit with my beliefs as a Christian. I don't remember the words that I said, but more or less I said, I'm not going to read it. Can you give me uh, something else? And she was like, huh, I never considered that. She went to the other English teacher for the other section. She said what well, my scenario was. She said, yeah, no, I never thought of that. Um, they never considered, you know, uh, uh, catering to students who wouldn't feel comfortable reading such content because of the demonic nature of things in it. So lo and behold, the next day, uh, she gave me another excerpt to read, which was actually from the book that we were reading. And I ended up doing well on the test overall. I got like a 94. So with all that being said, you know, you're not forced to do anything. You know, if you see that something is not in line with uh, the word of God, not in line with holiness, what is true, what is right, speak up. Because then that can encourage somebody to do what is right as well. You know, that way you end up pleasing the Lord. That way you don't have to ingest all this crazy content they put uh, within our schools. So, you know, stand strong, stand firm, and, you know, continue to follow the Lord and he will bless you and keep you. Okay, that was an aside. Um, but going back to the excuse that the Bible's too hard to read, um, you know, in schools, you know, uh, regardless of the other content that they'll have you read, some of these books in themselves can be pretty challenging. They have big words, a lot of big definitions, etc. Um, but eventually we have to take a test on the books that we have to read. And there can be a lot of just content to like go through and whatnot, but somehow, some way we find a way to understand what's going on in it. So I just want to say that similarly to how we have to take a test uh, in school based on, uh, you know, whatever we read, we face tests in life and the Bible helps us take those tests, you know, in school, you know, they'll try to force different books upon us. Um, but in reality, the Bible's not forced upon us at all. It's a choice on whether we will read and study it or not. And we will get tested. As born-again believers, you will get tested. Trials will come. Temptations will come. We need to know how to ace the test. And God gave us his word to study before, during, and after the test. Now, this is how great God is, y'all, because he still gives us access to his word even while we are tested. In school, for closed book tests, that's it. You don't get anything. You're, you're living off of whatever's in your brain, and that's it, whether you know things or not. 
you know, but God, you know, allows you to have access to his word all the time, whether you're being in a season of testing or not. Our Bibles don't go blank during the test in life. And God doesn't look down and say, well, you should have studied harder. No, we have access to him 24-7, whether we are in a test in life or not. But it's up to us on whether we will read his word or let the cares of this life distract us. Whether we will let Facebook, TikTok take our time or allow God to take our time. The more attention we pay to something, the stronger it will become. So will we pay attention uh, more to God or will we pay more attention to the world? Will we grow stronger in God or will we listen to the lies about the Bible and Christianity, which will cause us to miss out on being saved from our sins and having a relationship with God? We will either grow from it or we will continue to let this excuse that the Bible's too hard to read cripple us and we'll never learn the word of God as we should and fall away from relationship with the Lord. Because the word of God stabilizes us. It helps us realize, you know what? Let me trust the Lord. Let me pray about it instead of going with my emotions. You know what? That was a nice for me to say. Let me apologize. Or, you know, uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to go out and witness today because the word of God encouraged me to go out and witness into all the world. You know, the Bible helps us. It, 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 uh, regulates us. It, it, it gives us, um, correction, reproof, instruction, and encourages us. And we have to take in the whole word of God in order to please the Lord. And so reading and studying the Bible is a must. And, you know, uh, that's something I believe God is helping me more in terms of like studying the word of God, making those connections. You know, if I recognize a word that was used in the Old Testament and then it's being used in the New Testament, it's like, hmm, that's really interesting. You know, just, you know, just getting lost in the word of God. Like that's really important because then God can speak to us that way. You know, um, the Bible talks about in 2 Timothy 2 verse 15, study to shew thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And in order for us to know the truth, we have to know the word of God. We have to read it. And, you know, I know that this may seem like challenging for some people because, you know, the, the Bible, yes, it can have some interesting definitions and stuff, but at the same time, you know, start off small. You don't have to start in the books of Hosea and Habakkuk, you know, all the minor prophets and everything. You don't have to start there. You know, start off with John. Learn about who God is. See Christ's sacrifice for us on the cross and how God raised them up on the third day. Learn those things first. You know, uh, start off small. You don't have to start off with you know, uh, uh, the heavy duty books, but as you grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and that's the whole point of this podcast to encourage everybody out there, including myself to continue to grow in the Lord and to challenge ourselves to live for God and live holy for God and grow closer to him. You know, you will reach that point where you are reading those, uh, books. You are reading the major and minor prophets and the Lord is revealing different things to you. Um, to piggyback on that, you know, uh, when you go to church, uh, those that will also help you understand the word of God. So please go to church, go to Bible study, go to Sunday school, absorb the information from there as well. It will help you grow. If your church has Sunday school for adults, young adults, teens, please, please, please go. You know, Sunday school is not just for the little kids 
um, at church and that's it. And then after that, you're on your own. No, you know, if your church has Sunday school, please go because that's where you can ask questions. You cannot raise your hand while the preacher is talking during a service. You cannot. If you have a question, the best you can do is jot it down for later. But in Sunday school, that's where you can raise your hand and say, hey, what does this mean? In Bible study, that's when you can raise your hand and say, hey, what does this mean? And there you can get some more clarification and more knowledge on what's going on for the question that you have, you know? Uh, So please, please use those resources because that will help you grow from there as well. You know, and, and don't feel bad if you have those questions, you know, ask up because I'm sure other people have those questions too. You know, I remember uh, in school, they would say that, honestly, if you have that question, odds are other people had that question too. They just uh, weren't bold enough to ask it. So go ahead and ask that question so you can get the knowledge that you need to grow in this life for the Lord. Okay. Here's the other part that I wanted to share with y'all, you know, um, in terms of asking questions, you know, um, if you have a church that you're attending now, ask your pastor questions, you know, uh, after you looked at a scripture, you try to understand your own, you're still stumped, ask your pastor, you know, they've been anointed to hear from God on what to share with the church and to give you wise counsel when you have questions on how to handle different things in life. And they can give you direction when you're confused about different Bible passages. I have asked my pastor, I said, hi, Bishop. Um, He's the bishop of our church. You know, I'll say hi. You know, I am confused as to what this means. Can you explain this to me? And guess what? He'll more than happily, happily explain it to me. And then I'm like, wow, I know what, what, what this means now. And that's great. You know, so... Uh, that's something else that can help you grow as well. You know, asking your pastor questions, asking the ministers questions, you know, asking the Sunday school teacher questions, the Bible study teacher questions, um, because then that will help you grow as you start reading the word of God and studying it for your own. Okay. Uh, the other part is that I wanted to share is that, you know, uh, listening to the Bible can be super helpful. So say if you're like studying Genesis, right? Or you're studying John, let's stick with the John because I mentioned John already. And you want to absorb everything that you can from the book of John. One way to do that is to listen to John while you're in the car, while you are doing the dishes, you know, while you're coloring. I don't know. But, uh, you know, during those times, I can help you absorb the word of God even more because you're now listening to it and you're also reading it. So that'll help you digest it even more. Okay, so that's one thing you may even decide, you know, what, I'm going to like put, uh, uh, you know, I want to listen to my Christian music, of course, um, have that worship time. But I also want to use some of that time as well that I would listen to music to also listen to the Bible because that will also edify you and encourage you as well. Okay, um, last but not least, um, even in the midst of all this, you know, asking your pastor questions, going to Sunday school, listening to the Bible. The main thing is to have patience. You will not, I will not, nobody will understand everything they read the first time they read something in the Bible. But we must have patience. As we read the Bible, the Lord will reveal new things to us as born-again believers. You know, it's not, you know, if you've seen the Bible before, uh, it's a big book. You know, there, there are a lot of pages. I, it's funny. Um, there was a young girl um, that uh, is in my Sunday school class that I teach. And uh, yesterday she saw my Bible and she was like, wow, those are a lot of words. 
<laughs> so I know the Bible, yeah, it has a lot of words, but it's meant to be studied and read over a lifetime. And God, you know, as you grow in the Lord, God will reveal different things to you and say, wow, I never noticed that before. And it will encourage you and fuel you and give you what you need. You know, I know some people may say that, well, as say, you know, if you read a book, you'll make new connections and you'll see things that you didn't necessarily see before. You know what? I'll agree with that because, yeah, as you get older, you might learn more new things or whatever. But, you know, if you're reading like a classic book, you know, and you make that new connection, that's not going to edify you and encourage you to live for God. The most it will do is, if anything, uh, make you feel good that you made that new connection and you move on with your life. But with the word of God, it challenges us. It cuts things out that needs to get cut out. It uh, uh, gives us the guidance and direction that we need continually. So, you know, it's important to, one, continue to read the word of God and have patience and know that the Lord will reveal what he needs to reveal to us in that time, in that moment. In Psalm 119 verse 11, it says, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. You know, reading the word of God, uh, you know, it's also part of an effort to say, Lord, you know, I want to please you. You know, I do not want to stray away. I don't want to break your heart. I only want to make you proud. So, Lord, you know, I want to read your word so I know how to please you. So, you know, it's not so much of just saying I'll read the word of God and that's it. You know, reading the word of God, praying, you know, seeking the Lord's face. You know, those are ways to help us please the Lord. So it's important to not neglect the Bible reading. And it's important to please, 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 I'm begging you, please don't listen to the excuse that the Bible is too hard to read. Yes, I know there's some words in there that you may have not seen before. Yes, I know there's some names on there that can be pretty long and pretty challenging to pronounce. But please do not let those things stop you from reading the word of God. Pull out the dictionary. Get the Amplified Bible. You know, do what you got to do. Ask those questions in order to understand the word of God and to understand and to have a a better grasp on what God wants us to do in this life because it is important. Okay, so I pray that this challenges you all. Um, I know I said a lot, but it was something that came in my mind, you know, about like different excuses people will use to not read the Bible. Um, But no, I truly believe that, you know, the Bible, like there are definitely some things that are just straight up cut and dry in the Bible for us to understand, like the Ten Commandments or different things that you might read in the Gospels and stuff. And as you start to gain more experience with God and uh, whatnot, uh, he'll reveal new things to you that you would have never thought was possible. Okay, so yeah, I'm just here to challenge myself because I'm talking to myself too. I'm here to challenge everybody out here who's listening. And yeah, I just pray that, you know, this sticks because I want I want us all to succeed in the Lord. That's all I want. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I pray that, you know, this encourages you, that you'll continue to read the word of God. Um, I have some links down in the description to help you grow in the Lord. And uh, yeah, if you haven't gotten a chance to check out the other Soak in the Sunlight episodes, please do so. Um, They're on the Podbean website or on Spotify, wherever you like to listen. 
and um, I pray that you guys are encouraged by it and that you have an awesome day and that you get to share what you've learned with others and have a conversation with somebody about it, what you've learned, you know, from the podcast, from the word of God, you know, because that's important. And, you know, that's something else that I didn't mention earlier, but talking about the word of God, you know, with other people who are also hungry for the word of God, that's a beautiful thing too, because then you're learning from each other, iron sharpening iron. And, you know, if you do have questions, you can ask each other questions and things like that. So yeah, continue to be encouraged and to stay encouraged y'all. Um, and before we head out, I just want to pray. So Lord God, I thank you for this day. Thank you for this time that I get to spend with all the listeners out there, God. I pray, oh Lord, that we won't succumb, that we won't give in to different lies out there about your word, oh God, that we'll continue to read it no matter what, because your word is true in the name of Jesus. And God, you cannot lie. So your word is true. You are the voice of truth and you give us what we need, oh Lord. So God, I pray, oh Lord, that you help all the born again believers listening right now, that you would help them grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that you would help them as they read your word, that you reveal new things to them, God, that they'll participate in the church services and and, uh, participate in Sunday school and Bible study and everything, Lord, and have those conversations conversations with other believers about the Bible, Lord, and that they'll continue to grow, oh God, and grow stronger in you, Jesus. And God, and for those that don't have access to these things, oh Lord, I pray, oh Lord, that you do make a way where they do have access to the Bible, God, and that they can read your word and that you'll reveal things to them, oh God, as they study your word, oh Lord. And God, I pray for those out there, Lord, who don't know you and the pardon of their sins. I pray that they say yes to you today, God. Touch their hearts, God. Convict them. Let them say yes to you and only you, Jesus. I thank you, God, for all these things and more for your touch, God. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Okay. So one other thing that I wanted to mention, uh, you might be listening to this and you might say, well, Olivia, you know, I read the Bible, but it didn't necessarily stick. You know, um, I don't have a relationship with the Lord. You know, I'm not a Christian. I'm not saved. Well, I have a great opportunity for you. You can do that right now. Um, you know, the Bible says, you know, the Lord is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The Bible also talks about how all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So no matter how much good you've done in this life, no matter how many times you open the door for people or said kind words to people or help people out who are sick, you know, if you are not saved, you know, that will not, uh, give you that relationship with God that will not save you from your sins you know so the only way to do that is to put your faith in Jesus Christ believe that he died on the cross for your sins and that God raised him up on the third day and the Lord will save you you know we everybody in order to be saved has to admit that they are a sinner and that they are in need of God's salvation from their sins you know, uh, everybody who names the name of Christ, they have to turn away from their sins. You know, we can't keep doing the same things over and over and over again, you know? Um, so that's just something that I want to share with y'all. And I want to give you the opportunity to come to know the Lord, um, as your personal savior and to be forgiven of your sins. You know, I got saved when I was four years old, um, where I put my faith in Jesus Christ and then uh, I rededicate my life back in April 16th of 2020. Um, 
And I'm just grateful for how he has just changed me and transformed me. And to add another note to that, um, for those um, that'll understand, and I'll explain more of this later, but recently on January 26th of 2024, I got filled with the Holy Ghost, um, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. So I'm just uh, truly grateful for what God is doing in my life. And, um, you know, I want him to transform your life as well. You don't have to continue in sin. You don't have to live the same way. So if you want to come to know the Lord as your personal Savior and Lord, you can pray this prayer and mean it from your heart. And he will save you. There's nothing else. Um, you don't have to jump through hoops. You don't have to go through uh, conversion classes or anything like that. Once you say uh, that you, once you confess your sins before the Lord and ask him for forgiveness, uh, you will be transformed and you'll just be as saved as I am. Okay, so um, I want to pray this, uh, pray this prayer and, you know, mean it from your heart. So Lord God, I'm a sinner. I am in need of your salvation. Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for the wrongs that I have done, and I repent of my sins. I turn away from them, Lord. Lord Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for my sins, and that God raised you again on the third day. Lord Jesus, please fill me with your precious Holy Ghost. And I thank you, Lord, for allowing me to live for you one day at a time for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. So if you prayed that prayer, um, I'm super excited for you because now you are a born-again Christian and you now have that relationship with the Lord. You know, how I was just talking about earlier uh, in terms of reading the Bible, uh, you know, start reading the Bible. Start off with John, uh, the book of John. Talk to God in prayer. He loves you and he wants to hear from you. Okay, and uh, go to church. Find a Bible-believing church where you can grow and hear the word of God, um, where they talk about holiness and living for the Lord. I also have uh, links for a Bible down below and for some churches that you can watch in the meantime to kind of give you an idea of what to look for in a church. And if you're in the area, you're more than welcome to to go there and to um, be a part of that church and to grow there. All right. So I pray that you all have a fantastic day, that you have a fantastic week. Um, I pray that you all continue to uh, grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, continue to be encouraged and stay encouraged. I know that a lot is going on in the world right now, y'all. Um, but know that the Lord, he is with you and that he is a keeper um, and he won't allow um all these create all this craziness to affect you and to get to you um the bible talks about cast thy burden upon the lord for he shall sustain thee he shall never suffer the righteous to be moved so he is our anchor he's the one that keeps us um so just remember to be encouraged and to stay encouraged and remember to always soak in the sunlight because jesus is the only light um and feel free to share this episode with a friend and um i'm looking forward to seeing y'all next week god bless y'all love y'all bye